Hey, it's our weekly streaming show, and here's a sneak peek at our top streamer of the week. Go get you some Gardner Minshew, rostered in just 13% of Yahoo leagues. Minshew has a great matchup against the Buccaneers. They're ranked 26th in AFPA to opposing quarterbacks, has some nice weapons to work with. Uh, Minshew's been wildly inconsistent, but he has a couple decent games, was the QB3 back in Week 7, uh, had some kind of low-scoring games against some good defenses recently, but upside this week in a good matchup. It's honestly about the best we can hope for for streaming quarterback right now. Minshew offers a better floor than the other options, and honestly a better floor than the other options we've been throwing out the last couple weeks. So gamble on Minshew against the Bucks. Now let's get to the show. Hello, welcome everyone to the Most Accurate Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. With me is my fantastic co-host, the great Jen Akins. Grant, Jen, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> it's going. It is going. Uh, I'm excited. I, I love uh, I love this week. I love Thanksgiving week. Uh, I love the food, obviously. But, you know, having football on a Thursday, multiple, not just Thursday night crap game, but actual good good football on Thursday, hopefully, uh, is a good thing. Uh as we can hear the cat the cat's here uh ready for ready for the show it's letter for that to be uh, elevated from the practice squad in buffalo i think that's apparently, what was saying yeah apparently he does that's what he's saying uh but yeah no i'm uh, i'm i'm good i'm happy uh we are we are nearing the end of the fantasy season which is uh kind of crazy but you know it was a little I'm, I'm bittersweet a little bittersweet happy about that we had some some brutal injuries uh particularly thursday night which um affects I, I would think it affects quarterback streaming amongst other things uh how are you i'm doing pretty good i'm doing pretty good uh as as jen mentioned uh this is our weekly streaming show and uh we'll see how the joe burrow injury impacts streaming quarterbacks we'll see what happens we're gonna highlight the quarterbacks tight ends kickers and team defenses you should be targeting as streaming options for this upcoming week as a reminder we only discuss the streaming option if they're available in 40 percent or less of yahoo leagues so if your favorite option isn't discussed they're probably rostered in too many leagues and yes that includes uh jordan love and a lot of those other ones that we might be looking at this week for streamers. Let's hit a few questions before we get going. Uh, Tom, our friend Tom, uh, has a non-streaming question on the streaming show. That's okay, Tom. We love you. Uh, drop T. Higgins, Josh Downs, or Drake London. They need to create some roster space. Uh, I'm okay with most of those players, but I think Drake London's the one I would drop out of that group. What do you think, Jen? Uh, I got technical difficulties. Hold on. Uh, that's okay. Uh, Dave Richardson th thinks you should <laughs> drop Higgins. I think that's fine too. If you'd rather drop Higgins than London, sounds like you're leading that direction. I'm okay with that. London would be the one that I would go with. What do you think, Jen? I'm back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> my, my, my mic came unplugged, so I honestly did not hear, but let me look real quick. Yeah. So Higgins, Downs, or London, you got to drop one. I would actually drop Higgins. I don't know what. Oh. Said, but uh i said london but higgins is okay you know okay I, yeah I, listen i would drop I, london i think is droppable as well higgins is funny i i almost put him in the, in my dead weight article this morning i ended up going with boyd instead but i think both of them to be honest are are pretty close to droppable uh without joe burrow and higgins is you know he's still hurt and i don't we don't know exactly you know when he'll be back and how he will be back so uh but london is probably the smarter answer higgins is just the snap like i'm over it just drop him Mm -hmm. uh, makes sense. <laughs> uh, Chandler Castantino uh, has to deal with Burrow uh, fallout here. Yeah. They traded Justin Fields and Mike Evans for Josh Allen. 
And uh, and now they've got Josh Allen and Terry McLaurin. Uh, we like Josh Allen, so I think that that's a good move for you. But they need uh, they need some help for the bye on the first week of the playoffs. So uh, they're looking at Bryce Young, Kenny Pickett, Jake Browning, or Gardner Minshew. Uh, they have a trade offer, Connor and Amari for Stevenson and Brock Purdy for that one week. I like all your options. It looks like you're doing everything that you should be doing. I might grab Minshew because I think he's got more week-to-week variable than Pickett and Bryce Young. Uh, Minshew's inconsistent, but he does put up numbers sometimes. Pickett and Bryce Young kind of don't. And then Browning, I I just don't have a lot of faith in Jake Browning. What's your thoughts on Browning, Jen? Well, I mean, before I get to that, I'm kind of confused because uh, Josh Allen's bye is week 13. That shouldn't be the first week of the playoffs, but maybe for your league it is. You never know. I mean, that's really early. Um, But yeah, Josh Browning, I mean, we've seen limited, right? We've seen limited. I think he can probably manage and he might be serviceable like i said i don't i don't know if we can go beyond uh chase and then possibly tanner hudson there in that offense but as far as using him as a as a fantasy quarterback i don't know i I think we should wait and kind of see a little bit more what what he has to offer I think that's where I'm as well. Uh, Joe Castles, thank you so much for the super chat. We really appreciate you. Wants to know, uh, they traded Devontae Smith for Jalen Warren. Was it a fair trade? That looks like the definition of a fair trade to me. I think both are really solid options. We saw that Warren uh, really was productive with the added workload last week. Uh, was really productive the week before. He's going on three nice, solid weeks. I think that the new offensive coordinator should help everybody on that offense. Uh, certainly couldn't hurt. So I, I think that's very fair. If you need the running back more than the receiver, that's what I think. Uh, Jen, your thoughts on Devontae Smith and Jalen Warren. Yeah, agree. I mean, without seeing the rest of your roster there, Joe, uh, it's tough to know. But in a vacuum like that, I, I think that that's, uh, that's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's do a quick start. Uh, Terrell T, uh, Jordan Addison or Drake London in a PPR league? Jen, what say you, Addison or London? Um, full PPR this week. I assume this week, not rest of season. My brain is, uh, I, let me see real quick. That's a tough one to just rattle off. Uh, cause sure. I need to, I mean, I would, I'd probably say Addison yeah. unless, uh, unless Justin Jefferson is back, which they're still pretty vague about that, but I would probably go Addison. Yeah, excellent. I uh, I agree with you. Donald Weber uh, got in here before we started with some start-sit questions. Uh, needs two, Eckler Pacheco-Gibbs. Needs three, A.J. Brown, Amon Ra, Deontay, uh, Zay Flowers, Drake London, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. So you're definitely starting Eckler. You're definitely starting A.J. Brown and Amon Ra St. Brown. So this really comes down to needing um, somebody between Pacheco and Gibbs and one of those other receivers. I would go with Zay Flowers against uh, the Chargers. Flowers at least gets targets. I know the production hasn't been there yet, but the Chargers are just a sieve defensively for wide receivers. And then uh, Pacheco and Gibbs are both solid options. I think Gibbs is probably the higher upside play. Yeah, that's what I would say as well. Excellent. Uh, Fantasy Football 101, thank you so much for the Super Chat. We really appreciate you. They've got uh, Puka Nakua at wide receiver. They've got Brandon Cooks and Tank Dell. What do they do with Jamar Chase? Uh, I think that right now the Jamar Chase trades that I'm seeing are panic trades and they're not getting real value. So I think, unfortunately, you're just stuck in a situation where you got to hold him and see what happens because I I don't think you're going to get the return back. Everybody's trying to like buy low on Chase, so you're not going to get a good return. That said, I think Puka and Tank Dell are really good options for you. I'd be uh, on the waivers trying to see what you can get, try to see what's out there 
Uh, see if there's any other receivers that you can get to maybe replace Brandon Cooks in case you have to. But right now, I'd still be ruling Puka, Chase, and Dell. Uh, Jen, how are you approaching Jamar Chase? I think I think we need we need to kind of wait and see a little bit because he might be able to be supported by Browning. We have to kind of wait and see. He may not be the exact chase. He may be a wide receiver too. But I think based on what you have, I think that he's still going to be better than Brandon Cooks. Makes makes he perfect sense. Yeah, I like that. Okay, uh, Roland has uh, needs three out of Zach Charbonnet, Bajan Robinson, Javante Williams, Devin Singletary, and Brees Hall. Uh, to me, it's definitely Bajan and Brees Hall. So then you're just deciding upon the rest. And that's tough. All three of those guys are really solid in a half PPR. Uh, I go with Javante based on workload, but what do you think, Jen? I kind of like Charbonnet this week. I know he's playing the uh, 49ers, but I don't know. I just feel like in that role uh, with with full with full load, I, I kind of like him there. Yeah, I like them all. I think uh, I think all yeah. of them look really solid. Singletary's been really good. Obviously, you only start him if Damian Pierce continues to be yeah, out. That's a so. good problem to have, but it's yeah. also kind of tough. Kind of tough. Maybe you could yeah. trade one. Maybe you could trade. Yeah. Uh, maybe you could see if you could sell high if, on Charbonnet or trade Javante, something like that. I mean, that. depends on your league. A lot a lot yeah. of leagues uh, trade deadline was last True. week. So Absolutely. You may have uh, to kind of, yeah. Uh, TH wants to know if they should trade Ramondre Stevenson and Tank Dell for DeAndre Swift and Chris Godwin. Uh, Swift would be the flex option. So it sounds like Ramondre isn't in your starting lineup. Um, so you're basically giving up swapping bench running backs so that Swift becomes your flex instead of Tank Dell. I'm okay with that. I don't think you need to rush out and do that trade, but I'm okay with it. What do you think, Jen? Yeah, I mean, the loser in that is Godwin. You're kind of... I don't know. You know, he, he shouldn't be in your starting lineup right now. I mean, he may be, I don't know who you have going on, but I feel like the losing thing is there, and, but I do feel like Swift is an upgrade over Ramondre. So I don't hate it depending on the rest of your wide receivers. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, student Bader full PPR, keep Zay flowers or Odell Beckham jr. I think that's what the question is there. I would keep Zay flowers. Um, Odell is a little more boom. But Flowers is getting the more consistent targets. Odell also uh, always seems to be nicked up. He's left a few games and comes into games a little bit questionable. So I would keep Flowers out of those too. All right, Jen, any any thoughts before I shift to quarterback streamers? No, I, I'm confused by that question though, Pop. Me I'm too. Not, I'm wondering if if she can put Odell on IR, even though he's not on IR. I, I don't know. He is hurt though. I mean, like you said, he's been he's been in and out of hurt. I think he has a shoulder right now. Uh, so yes, he does have a shoulder. So I feel like we all have shoulders, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, he has a soldier injury. So I don't know if that's what you mean there. So, but yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I think it's picking one or the other to keep, I think. But but yeah, um, good luck with that, Susan. I do like Zay, um, uh, Zay Flowers in general. Okay, uh, let's go to the other quarterbacks. I'm going to be honest with you. It's really Gardner Minshew. Like, that's pretty much it. The other quarterback options suck. Uh, I'm going to rattle Minshew off a or good more. luck. Yeah, I've got a couple more that I can throw out there. Uh, one is, uh, DTR, the Cleveland quarterback, uh, Thompson Robinson against Denver, uh, two starts this season, seven rushing attempts and 44 rushing yards. That's really all this is. I'm just hoping he throws a little better and raises his four with some rushing production against a very average Denver defense. Denver's played better recently. It's hard to bank on the Denver defense given the struggles they've had at times this season, but they have played better this season, uh, lately. So 
Dorian Thompson Robinson, maybe, maybe a, a decent enough option due to the rushing upside. And then uh, Tim Boyle, I don't like this, but he's the great unknown quantity. Miami's 24th in AFPA to quarterbacks. So it's one of those like the better matchup. And Boyle has such good weapons. So I kind of feel like if he can come in there and just not stink, <laughs> then, then he might throw a couple touchdown passes. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's it's very ugly out there. I uh, I actually have a a Joe Burrow team that uh, as soon as he got hurt, I I, pan I went straight to the waiver wire on Thursday night in the middle of the game. I was like, I got to drop someone that hasn't played yet and grab somebody. Yeah. Uh, and I had to grab Russell Wilson, and it was very gross. And I was throwing up while I was doing it because there's there was nobody else uh, to pick up. And I at least he, you know. I, I would assume we all prefer Russell Wilson over the unknown of Tim Boyle. So uh, <laughs> I had to grab him and hopefully people that have Joe Burrow kind of did the same. Uh, at least it was a Thursday night, which gave us time to to pick up players and not have to go through the actual waiver process then. Uh, but like you said, it's, it's, it's pretty ugly out there at quarterback. And I'm still hoping that most of the streamers are still holding on to Joshua Dobbs. That's kind of my hope. Yeah. That, that a couple weeks ago, everyone grabbed Dobbs, and uh, he's got a great matchup this week, but he's way, way rostered at this point. I think he's up. Yeah. And most 50%, of so. Yeah. Most of the guys that we've talked about, you know, remember when Sam Howell was a streamer? I mean, guys yeah. like that, even Jordan Love, like you said, Matthew Stafford, guys like that mm -hmm. are over, over the, uh, over the roster ship. So it's, it's ugly in the bottom, in the bottom of the waiver. Yeah. A um, few other names out there. Uh, again, these guys are right around the Tim Boyle area. Um, you know, Kenny Pickett against Cincinnati. I Pickett's been bad, but Cincinnati gives up points to tight ends and wide receivers. So maybe Pickett finds the end zone. Uh, Desmond Ritter against New Orleans. Ritter runs sometimes. You, you know, you could talk yourself into these guys. Bryce Young against Tennessee. Although Bryce Young just stinks. He's just not good. Uh, I'm not saying he stinks permanently. It's too early to decide that. But this year, he certainly stinks. Um, For fantasy you know, purposes, he stinks. Uh, but I wouldn't go after Browning against Pittsburgh. I just think that the Steelers, um, they're really good against young quarterbacks. It's just something, even this year, they've been really good. They, they're really good at sacking young quarterbacks and forcing turnovers. Uh, Aiden O'Connell put some garbage stats up last week, but Kansas City's a much better defense than Miami. Um, maybe if Malik Cunningham starts for New England, maybe against the Giants. I don't hate Oof. that. I, I don't know. I, they're, they're all really bad, though. Get get Minshew, or hopefully this isn't an issue for you. That's basically where I'm landing. <laughs> so uh, let's ask, uh, let's answer, uh, let's see. We've got a question. Ben Gwynn, 02YT. Uh, in a full PPR, should they trade Austin Eckler and Jalen Waddell for Chris Alave, Travis Kelsey, and Garrett Wilson? Looks like they've got pretty good running backs. And they've got pretty good receivers, but could use an upgrade. Uh, Kelsey would definitely be an upgrade. So um, I think that's a fair trade. I, I think you're hoping that Alave and Garrett Wilson will, will be better and more consistent than they've been. But Kelsey's certainly an upgrade over Evan Ingram. And I, I think you could weather the storm of losing Eckler. I don't think you have to do this trade, but I, I like it okay. I don't love it, to be honest. Okay. I just don't... You know, the Saints continue to to want Derek Carr out there first. If if it was Winston, I'd be more apt, but I feel like I don't trust Alave with Carr. Garrett Wilson banged up and now we have, you know, Timmy Boyle. We don't know how that's going to work. And so I feel like you're giving up a lot just for Kelsey. Like you're giving up Eckler and Waddle. So for me, uh, I don't love it. I understand why you would want to do it, but um, cause Evan Ingram is not, uh, not consistent enough and, and Kelsey clearly is, but I feel like you might be giving up a little too much there. 
All right. Uh, makes sense to me. Uh, Mr. Trace Cinco, thank you so much for the super chat. We really, really appreciate you. Uh, has a question directly for Jen, the kicker queen. Uh, need advice. Should they stay with Dustin Hopkins with a poor quarterback situation or should they look elsewhere? Or do you have any sleepers for this week? I will put a pin in the sleepers because we are about yep. to, we are going to talk about kickers here in a little bit, but uh, would you stick with Dustin Hopkins, Jen? Yeah, I, I kind of would. I mean, last week, he, uh, I mean, he wasn't fantastic. Last week he was kicker 15, uh, with, with, uh, with, with his new quarterback. So I, I don't know that, I don't know that it's a, a huge downgrade. I mean, we've talked about this a bunch. Like, I don't think Deshaun Watson was that much of an upgrade. Like, and to Hopkins, bad. right. And Hopkins is still the kicker one on the season. So, um, I don't hate it. I mean, if you're coming into the playoffs and you want to play matchups, like you can hang on to Hopkins. And if you have the room, grab one of the streamers and I'm going to mention a little bit and, uh, and kind of play that game. I don't hate that as the playoffs come around. I usually grab an extra D and sometimes an extra kicker and do that. If I have, you know, if I have the room and can afford it that way, you're maximizing your points every week. So, um, but at the end of the day, I, I don't hate hanging on to Hopkins. I mean, he's Cleveland has not been great all season with Watson, without Watson, with PJ Walker, with, you know, Dorian Thompson, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, he's still the kicker one. So, uh, it's not broke, right? And at Denver this week. So, yeah, you know, not so high. Usually a good spot. All right. Uh, thank you so much again, Mr. Trey Sarasenko. Uh, Real Sports drop McBride for Isaiah Likely. Nope. No. Trey McBride's great. Don't do nope. that. Don't even think about that. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Eric Doobie. Uh, hi, guys. Superflex question. Who should I start in my Superflex spot in a standard league? Geno Smith, Desmond Ritter, or a running back like Kamara or Bijan? I plan to start Gibbs and Montgomery as my running backs. Uh, in this situation, I, I'd go with one of the running backs because Gino's got a tough matchup, and Ritter, Ritter can get you negative points. So I, right. I, I'd go with one of the running backs. <laughs> I'm usually a proponent for quarterback in the superflex, yeah. unless it's absolutely bare bottom. But if you're looking at Kamara or Bajan, like I feel like those are those are better options than than either Gino or Ritter. Yeah, and if it's a PPR, I like uh, or even a half PPR, I like Kamara better. The holidays are right around the corner. And what better way to please your family and the crowd than with HelloFresh's 15-minute meals? With HelloFresh, you can skip that trip to the grocery store and still turn around anything from photo-worthy charcuterie boards to mouth-watering desserts with pre-portioned ingredients that travel straight from the farm to your door. I've enjoyed avoiding that hassle with HelloFresh because all you have to do is pick your favorite meals, decide on a delivery date that works, sit back, and allow the food to come to you. And right now, HelloFresh is offering free breakfast for life. That's right, free breakfast for life. Just go to HelloFresh.com slash MostAccurateFree and use the code MostAccurateFree to receive one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. Again, that's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash MostAccurateFree using the code MostAccurateFree. It's another reason why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Prize Picks is North America's largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform and one of the most exciting ways to play DFS. And best of all, Prize Picks is simple. Just choose between two to six players and pick more or less than their Prize Pick stat projection. It's that easy. Quick withdrawals, an enormous selection of players, and you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. But it doesn't stop there. 
PrizePix even offers in-game projections. Imagine gathering at the house, watching football with your friends, and building an entry to cheer for together, with more A.J. Brown receiving yards, or less Jordan Love passing yards. Now, it's possible. Just go to prizepix.com accurate and use the promo code accurate to match your first deposit up to $100. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. Jen, it is time yes. for the most important question that I ask anyone in any yes. given day throughout the week, and that's, is it a good week to stream tight end? Not really. <laughs> not really. Uh, it's not a horrible. I don't think it's as, as bare and dry as the quarterback cupboard, but uh, it's not great. I'd give it a five, maybe a 5.5. 5. It, it's it's all right. Uh, we're down to, you know, Scrubville pretty much. Because everyone, like we said, it's, it's everyone's either rostered or now hurt. Uh, so, yeah, but I'll get into it anyway. I've got three options for you guys. Uh, first one is a guy I think we've mentioned almost every day uh, or every <laughs> week of this podcast and probably starting in June, but that's Kate Otten. Uh, he is on the road against the Colts. He is 20% rostered. So Otten has averaged six targets a game since their bye over the last five games. He also has a 78.9% rouse participation in that time frame. So he's in the mix there. Uh, the Colts are 28th in tight end adjusted fantasy points allowed. There you have it. I mean, he's he's the best option of the week. Uh, he has, you know, a decent amount of volume. And uh, he's been, you know, he's been all right. So he is he is the best option there. And he is free in 80% of Yahoo leagues. So he's number one. Uh, the second guy I have is a guy we just talked about, Isaiah Likely. Uh, he is on the road against the Chargers. He is 4% rostered. Mark Andrews is out. Uh, he is not a direct replacement for Mark Andrews. I mean, let's let's be real. Last year, or was that last year or was that the year before uh, when Andrews went down? We all hoped that he was going to be a direct replacement, and he wasn't. But he should still be somewhat fruitful. The Chargers are 25th in tight end adjusted fantasy points allowed. So he's out there on 96% of rosters. So if you need a body, I think he's a decent one. Uh, the third guy is Tyler Conklin uh, against Miami. He is 20% rostered. Maybe Tim Boyle provides a spark. Maybe he doesn't. Uh, Conklin has been pretty inconsistent, but I feel like there's a fantasy floor there. Miami is pretty generous. They're 20th against tight ends. So he's he's your third option there. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, Isaiah Likely is an interesting one. Bruce Cowdery, thank you so much for the Super Chat. We really, really appreciate you. Uh, in a full PPR, they, wanted, they have a lineup question. They have to pick two out of Jalen Warren, Jerome Ford, and Rashad White. That one's brutal, Bruce. That's a really difficult lineup question because <laughs> I like all those guys. Uh, I think White's a must-start. I'm going to get Jen's take. I think White's a must-start, especially in a PPR against Indianapolis. Uh, that game, I kind of that I could see those offenses being bad, but I kind of think that game's going to be fun. I kind of think that that's going to be a fun offensive game. Uh, and then the other two, it's really to me, it's kind of upside versus four, right? I think Ford has a higher floor, probably going to find the end zone. I think Warren is far more likely to end up with a 70-yard touchdown at some point. Uh, it, it's tough. I like both those guys a lot. Both have pretty good matchups. Uh, I probably side with White and Warren. That's probably where I side with. But Jen, would love to hear your take on that. Yeah, that's tough. I, I agree with you on White as one. Between the other two, they're so similar. They're both on the road. They both have, I mean, Ford has a great matchup in Denver, but um, Warren, I don't know how you sit him right now. So I'm going to agree with you and go White and Warren, but I really, uh, I like Ford too. 
it's, it's a tough one. I wish you had a flex to throw that in there, Bruce. I wish you do. But thank you so much, Bruce. We really, really appreciate you. Uh, Corey made a trade for Walker and Ty Chandler. Uh, not sure what the rest of that trade was, but I like <laughs> I like getting uh, I like getting Walker and Ty Chandler. I think that's nice. Well, I think Ty says- Chandler has value. Made a trade for Chargers running back for Walker. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Okay, Corey, if you could clarify that, we'd appreciate it. Uh, Raman wants to know if they should start Terry McLaurin or DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. That's a tough one, too. Um, or Lockett or Addison. Or or Lo- oh, follow oh. up. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I was reading the one underneath. He's got two questions there. I don't know. Two questions. So McLaurin, Lockett, Addison, Hopkins. Got a couple different options there. I I I think I think I I'd have a hard time sitting Hopkins against Carolina. I know Carolina's good against wide receivers, but their their secondary's kind of banged up. Uh McLaurin has to face Dallas. That's a little harder to mm-hmm. to stomach. Lockett against San Francisco is pretty tempting because San Francisco's secondary is terrible. Yeah, and you've got uh, Addison against Chicago in the mix there too. So, yeah, like you said, I think Hopkins is. Uh, I'd go. I'd go Hopkins over Terry if it's just those two. And then the I don't. I don't. I'm kind of confused on the question to be honest. But sure. Um, yeah, I, I I think so too. I think I think I probably like Hopkins, Lockett, Addison, McLaurin. I think that's probably the way yeah. I'd make them. So. Okay. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of tough, but I think so. Uh, all right. So Dem7 has James Cook, Jerome Ford, and Zay Flowers. They need two out of that. Uh, what do we think of James Cook this week, Jen? Well, <laughs> it's not not a fair uh, not not fair question because I am a I am a James Cook uh, lover. But no, I mean he's got a tough matchup, right? He plays he plays Philly, who are actually first against the run, uh, but. New, you know, new offensive coordinator there is uh, clearly getting more run plays going this week. So that was that or last week. That was good to see. So that's promising. Uh, but I don't know. Philly's tough. So I may go with the other two, but it, it's hard for me to sit James Cook. Uh, but before last week, it was easier, right? I mean, he, he had a pretty good game. So yeah, I think Cook sits for me, but you could talk me into sitting flowers. You could talk me into that. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Trey Sarosinko has another one for us. Uh, two full point. Okay, pick two in a full PPR. Laporta, McBride, Deontay Johnson, Rasheed Rice, Keaton Mitchell, or Christian Watson. Yeah, I'd start the two tight ends there, Mr. Trey Sarosinko. Mm. I just think both of them get more volume than the rest of the. Uh, I, I like the other guys are high upside guys I'm interested in, guys I kind of like for various reasons, except Watson. I don't care much for Watson. But uh, Laporta, McBride, I just think I think those guys are the most likely to get six to 10 targets for you. Jen, do you disagree? I don't. Um, I think both of those guys are startable. The other four, like you said, they're just, none of them are getting the, um, I mean, Keaton Mitchell might rip off a big run for you, but he may not. And I feel like rice is is sketchy on how many targets he does get and what he does with them. I agree on Watson and Johnson. He's just kind of disappeared. So yeah, I would start, I would start both tight ends there. Okay, excellent. And Corey clarified it. It was Corey traded, got Austin oh. Eckler, traded away Ty Chandler and Kenneth Walker. I, I think that's a good move yeah, for you. I absolutely. think that's the home run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good trade. I'm in. Okay. And Reese, we'll get to your question in a minute. But at first, I really want to hear Jen's kicker <laughs> take. So, is Jen, is this a good week to stream kicker? It's not bad. Uh, it's, it's definitely better in the kicker department than the, than the tight end department. So, 
Uh, I'll give it about a seven and a half. It's it's not it's not an awful week to stream kicker. Uh, a lot of you know, unfortunately, a lot of the a lot of the high uh, high over unders and, and high scoring games are with kickers that are already uh, highly rostered and not not guys that we can stream. However, I did find some good ones, so let's get to it. Uh, first guy is Jake Moody against Seattle. He is thirty four percent rostered. Uh, he was kicker nine last week. You know, we've got a nice little NFC West battle going. Uh, the, the 49ers are six and a half point favorites on the road with a applied team total of 24.75. So, uh, Moody should continue what he's been doing and, uh, have a pretty good game there. Surprised uh, his roster ship isn't back up. Yeah. He's at 34. I mean, he, I understand two weeks ago they had a buy. So, but I don't know why he's not back up. I mean, he had a couple, a couple iffy games, uh, before their buy where he just didn't, and it wasn't his fault. It wasn't like he was, he wasn't performing poorly. They just didn't, uh. They didn't need, they didn't need him. So he had a couple uh, games. So I think people might've given up on him uh, and dropped him. You know, I personally, I had Moody in every league. Uh, I dropped him and I now have Aubrey in every league and I'm not going to go back because there's no reason to. So I'm contributing to that uh, lower roster ship myself, but yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the second guy here uh, is Greg Joseph uh, against Chicago at home. He is 16% rostered. You gotta love, you know, you gotta love at home in a dome. You've got an NFC North battle here uh, between the Vikings and the Bears. Should be nice. Should be scoring uh, in the high. Uh, should be scoring. Should be high scoring. So yeah, the uh, the Vikings are home favorites by three and a half, and they've got a twenty four point two five implied team total. So he's my second option there. Like him. Uh, third guy is Matt Gay at home as well against the Bucks, <clears throat> and he is also sixteen percent rostered. And uh, they are two and a half point favorites at home with a 23, uh, 23 point implied team total. So that's my third guy. And then of course I have a bonus because I always do bonus guy is Blake groupie uh, on the road in Atlanta. He's only 6% rostered. That game is kind of a pick em. I mean, right now the saints are favored by a half a point, but that's basically a pick em. Uh 21.75 implied team total. So not a huge high ex- expectation of scoring there for the saints, However, if you're in a super deep league, he's he's available in 94% of Yahoo rosters leagues. Excellent, excellent. I uh, I always look to you for my kicker streaming advice, Jen. It's the first thing I do when I ch- set my waivers <laughs> is I go and look for one kicker. Well, thank you. you. Yeah, I've had a pretty good season so far. Yeah. There's been a, there's been a few a few dud weeks, but for the most part, uh, I've been I've been hitting them pretty well this season. Uh, Reese Thomas listed their roster. I'm not going to go through all that uh, at the moment. Wanted to know what we thought and the trade thoughts. Uh, Reese, I, I think you've got a good team. Maybe you could upgrade at like wide receiver two spot, maybe a consolation trade with like Charbonnet and Devontae Smith. Uh, something like that might be what I'd be looking to do. Or if you could move one of those elite tight ends that you have, that might be worth looking at as well. Uh, Robin said, Jaden Reed and Demario Douglas, they got off waivers. How do we feel about them? Uh, I'm going to get to Demario Douglas here in a minute, but Jen, I wanted to get your take on Jaden Reed and the Green Bay receivers because Reed seems to be a little better every week, seems to be a big part of that offense, but it's also really inconsistent which pass catcher to go after. How are you approaching the Green Bay receivers? It's difficult. I, I'm not approaching the Green Bay because, yeah. like you said, it's difficult. One week it's Romeo Dobbs, one week it's Jaden Reed, and then sprinkling, you know, Christian Watson got in the end zone finally after everyone gave up on him. So um, I don't think there's enough consistency there. And I don't think love is consistent enough just in his accuracy and, and basically the way he's playing to support all of them on a consistent basis. So I think it's one of those things where if you're throwing, whether it's Reed Dobbs, Watson, if you're throwing any of them in, it, it's a gamble. Cause you just don't know which one it is. 
Um, and I understand, I mean, this week there's no buys, but we've got a few more weeks of buys after this. So you're probably going to have to play one of those guys. So just know going in expectations, he could get a zero or he can get 25 points. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I do say, uh, Jaden Reed's probably the one I want in dynasty. If you're going after any of those guys in dynasty. Uh, okay. Before we get to defensive streamers and some more questions, I want to take a minute to talk about prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Go to prizepickscom slash accurate use code accurate for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Uh, for week 12, I'm eyeing Demario Douglas. This is why I held off on that question. I think he's going to get more than 49.5 receiving yards. Uh, we don't know who's going to play quarterback for the Pats, which is a problem. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It's a problem. Uh, but the Giants rank 25th in AFBA to receivers. Douglas has hit this number in three of his last four outings. Seems to be the best receiver in New England right now. Has at least six targets in four straight games. I expect the Pats to keep using him. So I'm big on Demario Douglas to get it, that modest total. I think more than 49. 9.5 receiving yards is very reasonable and that's what i'm hitting uh and jen you've got a prize pick this week right i do uh i live in a state where sometimes they give them to me and sometimes they don't and they were <laughs> they were there this week so Excellent. i do have one um i am going with jamar gibbs more than 78.5 combined rushing and receiving yards his last four games he said 94 or more combined um with last week with montgomery back he had 95. And then in the weeks before that, he had 112 yards in week 10. He had 189 in week eight and 126 in week seven. So I think that's 78.5. Easy. More than. Excellent. Excellent. Certainly fun to see that Detroit offense using their first round pick. Yes. Don't forget to go to prizepicks.com slash accurate and use code accurate for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix is daily fantasy sports made easy. So uh, our friend Tom likes my hat. My wants to know my all-time favorite Mariner. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate that. Got to go with the kid. I have an affinity for guys like uh, Harold Reynolds. There's some good players I love. Edgar Martinez. But got to go with Ken Griffey Jr. Hard for him not to be my favorite. I still remember watching his first game. Uh, Mustafa has a question. Amari Cooper, James Cook, or Deontay Johnson in a half PPR. Who do I start? Uh, there, I, I, I like your dog there. What do you think, Jen? Uh, my dog meaning James Cook? Yes. Uh -huh. Well, for a minute, I was like, well, Amari Cooper is technically a dog, right? He's on the Oh, I, forgot. I, got, I, completely I got confused. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, I I would probably go James Cook over those two. I just don't, I don't necessarily, I don't trust Anthony Johnson. And Amari Cooper, you could probably talk me into him, but I'd probably go James Cook. I think it's a higher floor. I uh, That's yes. kind of where I go with that. Uh, Max, the subscriber, should I drop Moss for Jeff Wilson? Uh, eh, you can. I'm okay with that. I, I'd probably <laughs> stick with Moss. That's probably what I would do. I, I think neither one are startable right now. What do you think, Jen? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I think you're kind of rearranging the deck chairs on the <laughs> Titanic there. I don't know that either of them are really anyone that uh, you want to put in your lineup unless you absolutely have to. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's get to some defensive streamers. Um, it's a pretty good week to stream defense. I'm not, like, psyched about any of these options, but uh, I the Jags are rostered in too many leagues. That's always my my go-to. Oh, Jags. no. They're, you they're, have they're, to... <laughs> too, they're too highly rostered now, so I can't do it. Um, I will say the Giants, um, Kevon Thibodeau has 10 and a half sacks now, six and a half over his last four. Uh, they're the defense special teams 11 over the last four weeks in Yahoo leagues. They play the Patriots, who, as I mentioned, we don't know who their quarterback is right now going into Sunday. Um, not super excited about that. New England's second to last in points per game this year. The Giants are tied for eighth in turnovers forced. 
New England is averaging 1.6 turnovers per game. I think it's going to be an ugly game, personally. And I kind of like the other side of that, too. I'm okay. Uh, the only team scoring fewer points than the Pats is the Giants this season. So if you want to go with the New England defense, that's fine, too. They've been uh, performing uh, worse than the Giants have recently. So that's why I would side with the Giants over the Pats. But I don't hate the Pats if you want to go the other side. Uh, number two, Vikings versus Chicago. The Vikings are uh, the defense special teams 10 on the season in Yahoo Leagues. Chicago's tied for 24th in turnovers this year and tied for sixth in sacks allowed. It's a little riskier because Justin Fields is back and at least has that scoring potential. But the Vikings have been pretty good on defense. They've been better recently. So uh, I don't hate that. Daniel Hunter is still a monster. And then that Cincinnati-Pittsburgh game, that looks like an ugly, low-scoring, nasty game to me. Uh, Cincinnati's... The defense special team 14 on the season. There's tied for sixth and turnovers forced, although the Steelers don't really turn the ball over too much, uh, surprisingly. Uh, Pittsburgh is scoring the fifth fewest points per game. So, again, another, like, ugly game I could see kind of turning on, like, a Logan Wilson sack fumble recovery or something. So, uh, we'll see what happens with these uh, options. The Giants I like quite a bit. The other ones I think are okay. I'm kind of staying away from that Indy Tampa game. Uh, I told you earlier, I could, you could talk me into Denver, but they're so inconsistent. I I would stay away from some of those other options. The Giants is kind of where I'd go. So, uh, which sounds weird, right? Sounds weird to say the Giants uh, is where yeah, I'd go. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cap for Life has a question. Uh, Cole Komet or uh, Hill at tight end? Taysom Hill at tight end. And do they trade Sam Howell for Derek Henry? They have Carr at quarterback. I would keep Sam Howell because Derek Carr has been wildly inconsistent. And I'd probably keep going with Taysom Hill. Like I, he's he's been really good, and he's been getting production. And um, Cole Komet's really good when he's really good, and really nothing when he's really nothing. And Justin Fields hasn't really found him uh, a lot recently. So I don't know. What do you think, Jen? I think there's an argument for both, to be honest. But I feel like <clears throat> Hill's got a little more upside, and I feel like with he seems to be more in the mix when Carr is back. So. Um, that's an added little bonus there. They tend to use him a little more for some reason, uh, or maybe not. But I feel like in basically looking at at numbers and stats, I feel like that in in the past that he's uh, he's been more uh, and more utilized there when Carr is there. So yeah, I, I don't hate that. Um, and then as far as the second question there, yeah. uh, would you trade oh, Sam Howell for Derrick Henry? Um. I don't know. Oh, you have Carr. Um, probably not. Actually, it depends. I, I guess it depends on your running backs. But Derrick Henry is not the Derrick Henry of of years past. Clearly, uh, this season, and Carr is Carr. <laughs> so I like Howell. I, I I would stay with Howell to be honest. Yeah, hard to hard to buy into the Tennessee offense right now. That's just kind of a, yeah. a, a tough. It, it's it feels weird. I'm, that's another question that like in one quarterback leagues back in August, if I said, should I trade Sam Howell for Derrick Henry? It's oh, weird that that that's question. Not even we would laugh like <laughs> what, what, but Derrick Henry, it, it, he's just not, he's not. Uh, yeah. He's not Derrick Henry. He's uh, not Max the, the subscriber. The right. Absolutely. Max the subscriber wants to know on starting Kyron Williams. Uh, yes. Start Kyron Williams against uh, Arizona's awful defense. Uh, they just cut Daryl Henderson, so that tells me Kyron Williams is healthy. I like that. Bronson Howell, trade Cortland Sutton and Jordan Addison for Olave or Pittman or Mike Evans. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I Sutton's been decent, and Denver's been playing. I don't know if that's any of those guys give you like a really big upgrade. Uh, 
Jen, do you disagree? I don't. I feel like you're kind of all, they're all kind of the same. I mean, none of them are really, you're looking at a bunch of wide receiver twos and threes and just swapping them around. So if if you really dig one of those, then I'm not really opposed yeah. to it, Bronson, but I don't think it's something you need to rush out and do. So, uh, so let's move on to our secret stash segment. Although before we get to that, I do want to remind you that ESPN has launched a new online betting app called ESPN Bet. Sign up using the promo code Bleacher to get $250 in free bets after depositing and making your first bet. You can find the link in full details in the description of this podcast. Jen. I'm yes. always looking ahead to the next week and beyond when I'm yes. setting my wire claims. So who are the stash players I should be looking at this week? Okay. Well, we're going, we're going kind of deep uh, for the first one because I always like to go deep because you know, I say this every week, you can read the same waiver article on any single site and you're going to have the exact same players. So I try to go deeper uh, in the stash section. So here we are. First guy I have is Patrick Taylor. Uh, if you don't know who that is, he is a running back for the Packers. So Aaron Jones is out for, you know, undetermined amount of time right now with a knee injury and AJ Dillon has his own groin injury and he's been pretty inefficient. So Taylor has played four games so far uh, when Jones was out, he had 11 carries for 31 yards and he had 28 yards on 10 targets. So nothing super, you know, earth shattering or anything, but uh, he's in the mix. He can catch a football. He can run, right? Um, and he's been back and forth from between practice squad and not uh, over the course of the season. But he is back. So, uh, yeah. I mean, he's a guy, if you have the room, who knows, right? He might randomly break out. And um, if Jones and Dylan are hurt, he could be the guy there in, in Green Bay if you need a body. So, he's the first stash there. Uh, second guy I have is Josh Palmer. He is actually eligible to return uh, in week 13. Uh, before he got hurt, he had he had over 60 yards in four out of seven games. So, I mean, you know, Mike Williams is gone. Quentin Johnston is not the guy we wanted him to be. So if Josh Palmer comes back, he might be that wide receiver too there uh, for the for Justin Herbert. So uh, people probably forgot about him because he is on IR, but uh, grab him if he's there. Uh, the third guy I have Brandon's going to love, and that is Rashad Bateman. Yay! <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Mark Andrews is out, right? Somebody's going to have to catch the ball there more, more than Zay Flowers. Uh, OBJ has a shoulder injury, uh, and they have a great matchup this week against the Chargers, and they have a pretty soft rest of the season. So Rashad Bateman is healthy at the moment, and uh, he might be one of one of few pass catchers there. So I know he's pretty widely available, so grab him. I hope that I want that kid to be good so I bad. I loved him so much coming out of college. <laughs> when I, I when I was writing this up, I was like, "Oh, Brandon's <laughs> going to be so happy that I'm talking about Rashad Bateman." Oh, in Dynasty, he's he's going to be on every roster mine until he signs that time. first free agent deal. No, that's going to be it. He's going to go to a new team, and then when he's bad for the new team, I'll finally let him go. <laughs> But I'm hoping it. I'm hoping it'll come back. Uh, thank you so much, Jen, for those stash articles. Let's hit a couple. Uh, let's hit a couple more questions, and then we'll sign off for the evening. Uh, Steel Dan wants to know if Chuba Hubbard is worth holding at this point. Uh, would you drop for Khalil Shakir, Odell Beckham, or Justin Watson? And then uh, would you drop Hubbard, Judy, or Rondale Moore to activate Kyron Williams from IR? Really depends on how bad you need an upside receiver. I think Hubbard is getting work, and Miles Sanders is pretty injury prone, so. I don't think I'd drop him for the receivers that you listed. Uh, I'd probably drop Rondale Moore for Kyron Williams, even though I like Rondale Moore. He's just, he's really inconsistent. Uh, Jen, any alternative thoughts? 
Well, I have to give my alternative thoughts because I did include uh, Chuba Hubbard in my dead weight report today. He, okay, he was, excellent. He was a drop for me. I'm just done. Like between both of them, I mean, Carolina is 29th in the league in in rushing attempts and rushing yards. Like even we're we're looking at a split right now between both of them, and neither of them are worth rostering. So it's for true. me, I think they're both they're both a drop. Now I understand people have issues at running back and they need a body. And I, and I totally understand the thought of like, well, maybe this is the week if he's the starter, but Carolina's just not running the ball enough or well enough. So to me, I would, uh, I wouldn't hate dropping it for, you know, for, for one of those uh, in order to activate Kyron. Sure. I, would rather, right. I would rather have Kyron than Hubbard. I mean that like, if you're looking at it that way, but, but would you rather have Rondale more than Hubbard? Um, that, that, that's the question for me. I mean, it depends on, it depends on the rest of your running backs. Like if Hubbard is going to, if, if you're going to need to put him in the lineup, then sure. But if he's just going to ride your bench anyway, then drop him. Yeah. Very fair. Very fair. All right. Well, I uh, appreciate everybody in the chat as always. Thank you so much. We, uh, we love interacting and answering questions and chatting with you uh, and appreciate all the listeners. Uh, Jen, always a pleasure. Yes. Any final thoughts before we go? No, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Enjoy enjoy football, food, family, friends that are family, all the stuff. Absolutely. Uh, have a wonderful holiday weekend, everyone. Listeners, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. We're here every Tuesday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So come join us throughout the season live on the 444 YouTube channel. Discuss streamers that'll get you through your season. You can follow us on Twitter at Jenny NFL and at 2GuysBrandon. Thanks for checking us out. Have a good day.